Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Happy, where are we? We're on Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, America. Hope you're doing well. Thoroughly enjoyed my guest yesterday. If you missed that, please, 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 please go take a listen to Mr. John Zadrozny. He is with the America First Policy Institute. He's the Director of Homeland Security and Immigration over at the America First Policy Institute. Dot com. You can go see what they are up to, what they subscribe to and believe in. And we had a lovely conversation yesterday with regard to immigration, uh, elections, education, the crazy things going on around the country. I know many of you right now are as up in arms as I am uh, regarding the father whose daughter was violently uh, raped in a bathroom, uh, an eighth grader, I believe she is, or ninth grader. And um, she was raped by a young boy who was in the restroom on whatever gender reassignment uh, these guys have allowed for in your public schools. This is in, going on in Virginia. Father shows up to a school board meeting to you know, basically call attention to what happened to his daughter. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he is arrested. He's arrested. Your school boards are completely out of control. Uh, if you listen to my interview yesterday with Mr. Uh, uh, Zadrozny, you will, he is also from um, Virginia, from the Commonwealth of Virginia, and he personally witnessed the insanity that is occurring at your uh, local school board level where they're shutting parents out. They are muting microphones. They have, in effect, turned you, in fact, they have turned you over to uh, the Department of Justice, to A.G. Merrick uh, Garland, to, uh, to alert the federal authorities to the possibility that you could be a domestic terrorist as a disgruntled parent. So they, they arrest the parent of a child who was anally raped. I share that detail with you not to defile you at all because that is never my goal on my show, but it is to draw uh, attention to the truth, which is the reality according to the Greek and the New Testament. Truth equals reality. The reality is your children are vulnerable in your local schools. If your schools are subscribing to brainwashing, if they're subscribing to all sex has become a fluid personal pronoun or else we will expel your child. If your school is subscribing to the 1619 Project and apologizing while demanding that your students who are white apologize for their skin color and for all things America greatness and subscribe to Indigenous Peoples Day while allowing for a rapid invasion at our border. Yes, these are things that are taught in your schools while while 
uh, adding your name to the domestic terrorist list. Yes, this is the Biden America, but honestly, it's not even Biden's America. This is what happens when you have incrementally sold yourself off to the highest bidder, which in this case are the Chinese Communist Party. And this has been going on for years, and some of you have had no idea. And because life was fuzzy and fluffy and comfortable, there was really no real reason to take notice of what was going on in the um, catacombs of our political system here in this nation, which has become a geopolitical warfare zone. Our economy is imploding. Uh, our su- our flu- our food supply abysmal. Uh, although you wouldn't know it by our uh, obesity rates, but I, I I would I would I would suggest to you that in the coming year or two, uh, we will no longer have an obesity problem. And for those of you who think you live in a in a food desert now because you happen to be you know two miles from a grocery store, God forbid you get on a bike and ride to one or get on the local bus, right? We've designated you as living in a food desert. Can you imagine? That's just that's just one of those things that I'm never going to get over. I'm just not. It is impossible for me to look at children in Darfur, right? And those little swollen bellies filled with parasites or, you know, people who look like Holocaust survivors, right? Who walk 20 miles one way to get water, uh, right? And we talk about, we have the nerve, the unmitigated gall in this country to talk about we live in food deserts. I mean, you are literally within a snot's blow of a of a McDonald's anywhere in this country, and you want to talk about food deserts. And the only reason why those things are designated as food deserts is because someone is making money off of other people thinking that they have been marginalized and they live in a food desert. And yes, there are many Americans who are marginalized. Anytime you're allowed to carry on with a class system, which has effectively become a caste system, because in case you haven't noticed, we positively live in, you know, what others called a monarchy, right? This is fascism at its finest. You will notice, ladies and gentlemen, that your Congress members, your Senate members are not subjects of the vaccine mandates. Oh, sure, they're being fined every time they don't wear a mask on the floor or throughout the halls of Congress. But when it comes to the vaccine mandates, guess who's not mandated, again, not a law, to subscribe to a vaccine? That's right, those who are above you. I am done. I am just as done as the rest of you. I had lunch with a gentleman today and he said, how long do you think it's going to be before, you know, Americans just have enough? And I said, I'll be honest with you. I, it's not long. It's not long because I see the rhetoric and I've been saying this for months and I certainly have never encouraged violence uh, on behalf of anyone. I have absolutely encouraged you to submit yourself to God and to resist the devil. And you know what really sucks about that for a lot of people? They have no idea what I mean by that. None. They have no understanding. 
And instead of taking 30 minutes or 45 minutes, even 15 minutes out of their day early in the morning, not late at night when you're tired and you get into scriptures and your eyelids feel like a, you know, a 50 pound lead weight is sitting on each eyelid. No, I'm talking about getting up early, right? And seeking out that wisdom and knowledge of God through his truth, through his unadulterated, unbridled truth that brings you life and liberty and it brings you love. We don't do that in this country. And there are Africans who positively and and Indians who positively walk 20 miles to a church, to a dirt floor hut. Things that we pay because we think it's cool to go on vacation in a dirt floor hut, right? Because we're going to rough it. We call it glamping. They call that life. They walk to church. For to stand. And they pick flowers along the way and hope they're not eaten by a lion or taken out by some faction with a machete and guns or their children aren't raped on their way to church, right? And we complain because, well, I, yeah, I got football at 1230 and that pastor just takes too long. You know how long he is and he's always passing the plate and, you know, and he drives a nice car and, you know, we heard he was messing around with the secretary and, you know, his wife, she's a witch. She doesn't like anybody and she's always talking about people. We can't get her to come around. I mean, you know, and I don't like what he said a few weeks ago. I think he's one of those Trump supporters or I think he's a Trump hater. Uh, you know, I, I just, I can't really get with what he's talking about. And, and, you know, he just talks a little too much freedom for me. That's us. That's the American church. Mm-hmm. It is. Or we go and we pay our respects and our Hail Marys and, and, and we think that, okay, that's it. But when it comes to knowing, 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 knowing what God's word says about how to achieve um, and maintain and protect your liberty, we have no idea how to do that. No, we look to the government for that. We look to Google for that. I joked when Google was first becoming this thing, you know, in the earth. And I'm like, oh, go ask the Google God. And little did I know what I was saying at the time. And I kind of giggled and I got a little like, that didn't feel good. Right. But it was true. We spend more time searching Google than searching for God. And we wonder why we don't know which way is up on the milk carton. As a dear friend of mine says, we don't know which way the arrow is on the milk cart. We don't even know which direction the milk. What is a milk? Is it really a, why has it got to be a milk carton? Right. Maybe it's OJ. Why can't it just be a fluid carton? I mean, even though we know there's milk in it, it could be orange juice. It could identify as orange juice, right? Do you see how sick all of this has become? Of course you do. Because if you're listening to my show, you are perfectly wide awake as to what's happening. And you're looking for answers. And a lot of you are starting to fall into this catatonic state of, well... Uh, We have children being raped in their bathrooms, and when their parents come to deal with it before the school board, they're arrested. Even though they're not violent, they haven't threatened anyone, they're arrested because there's a ruckus, and people are afraid, and they don't want to hear it. We have have parents now on FBI watch lists and wanted lists because they are making a big stink at their school board meetings because they don't like the things being taught by people they elected. 
Our borders are wide open, and I have Congress, uh, congressional candidates and congressmen and women texting me telling me exactly what's going on at the border and that they're wide open. And men and women who have risked life, limb, and uh, liberty, as, now liberty, as well as uh, you know, uh, resources of all kinds to go save children coming in over the border, Right. And most of you are still supply chain. You know, we, we see thousands of tankers off of the coast. Why are they all camped out in California? How many other coasts do we have? How many other ports do we have? Have you checked into your muni bonds and to your, your city and state budgets and things that are completely out of whack? Of course not, because we as Americans have been lulled into this space of abdication. And we have the gall to complain about anything. We have more wealth in this country than most people would see in five lifetimes. But I'm telling you, a lot of that is about to change for a lot of people. And I'm not a Debbie Downer, and I'm not a fear mongerer, and you don't hear me running around in hysteria. You've heard me say for months, you need to prepare. And as you see, and many of you are blown, well, you've been saying that since last year, that the, we need to prepare and get out of the cities. Okay, well, you just wait. You wait until people can't buy basic needs and call me from a city. Tell me how it's going. I want you to send me videos from your cities and your supermarkets and tell me how it's going. Mm-hmm. Right. So just because something didn't happen right then, this is kind of like the days of Noah, to be honest with you. I can't imagine the heckling he had to endure. Can you imagine? They've never even seen rain up to that point. And that dude's outside building a ship, an ark. As big as like, you know, the whole country, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm kidding. There are actual dimensions that God gave him to build it, uh, by which to build it. And he did uh, faithfully, you know. But can you imagine people walking by that going, okay, there's old psycho Noah working on his, uh, you know, just shouting at the sky again, shouting in the wind, telling us that it's coming, it's coming, and nothing's come yet, Noah. Hadn't even seen a raindrop. We get dew on the earth because that's how God prescribed it. And you're talking about rain, floods, you know, it's coming. I mean, and we can't even handle a little bit of heckling online, right? Some of you guys really in your prayer time, and as you see people leaving their jobs online, you need to take the time to thank them for standing for liberty because if they stood for their liberty, they're standing for yours. And for those of you who have been vaccinated and you think I'm an anti-vaxxer, that is positively not true. I am 100,000% against anyone being used as a guinea pig against their will. If you want to sign up for a trial and you sign your rights away to, to be part of a trial regarding drugs and what they're going to shoot into your body, go for it. If you're an adult you're 18 years of age and you want to sign up for that without a gun to your head, without mandates, without the threat of this or the threat of that or the loss of this or the loss of that, by all means, please go for it because that is what this country stands for, right? A a legitimate clinical trial. If that's you, go for it. But for those people who are like, yeah, you know, that's just, I don't want that in my body. And moreover, I don't want you to dictate to me that it has to be in my body. Right? I commend those people because those folks are the ones who will save everyone else's liberty in the end. And do I think this country is going down without a fight? No, I don't. I do not. 
Now, I see where some of you are catatonically online. You are abdicating. You're tired. You don't see what the point is. Please go listen to the show yesterday. John had some very good pointers. I have uh, many other guests coming on in the future day, in future days, uh, very soon, uh, who are going to be brought here to encourage you, to give you hope, and not some, you know, fluffy, just unicorns and rainbows and bubbles uh, kind of hope. No, actual hope. So here we are, speaking of hopelessness, in Fulton County, a judge dismissed a lawsuit Wednesday by Donald Trump supporters. you got to love this. This is the AJC, which is literally the most liberal rag in the country. I'm kidding. I'm in Georgia, so it's my bias. Uh, who sought to inspect absentee ballots from last year's presidential election, a decision that came a day after Georgia investigators told the court they were unable to find any counterfeit ballots. So because they asked, I'm assuming they're referring to the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigations was asked to get involved. And with, I guess, whatever they're, and and this is not, this is not, um, oh, well, here's Brad Raffensperger, of course. Uh, Fulton County, Fulton Commission Chairman Rob Pitts called the dismissal of the lawsuit a win for democracy. Now, you know what's interesting about that? Uh, Good old Garland Favorito, right, from the group Voter Georgia said said that an in-depth inspection of absentee ballots was necessary to search for the counterfeit ballots that state investigators couldn't find. He plans to appeal uh, Amero's dismissal. All citizens of Georgia have a right to know whether or not counterfeit ballots were injected into the Fulton County election, Favorito said. Uh, into the Fulton County election results. It is not adequate for any organization to secretly tell us there are no counterfeit ballots and refuse to let the public public inspect them. Trump criticized the ruling in a mass email to his supporters, and President Trump says, quote, after a very long wait, a judge in Georgia refuses to let us look at the ballots, which I have little doubt are terrible, Trump wrote. Uh, The fight continues. We will never give up. So, Excuse me. While original paper ballots remain confidential government records, digital images of absentee ballots have been made public. The ballot images don't contain the kind of perfectly filled in ovals and lack of fold marks that the plaintiffs had alleged. It goes on and on to say that they are not here. Now, uh, I don't know if this is coming down from the GBI. I know that uh, initially this same judge said that he wanted the Georgia Bureau of Investigations to get involved with this. Um, I'm going to refrain from comment on that. I have folks over in that bureau that I have considered uh, people to be of uh, above board persuasion. I do not have all of the details of how this conclusion was made. Uh, I will tell you from my own sources in Fulton County, this is not the truth of Fulton County. And good old Rob Pitts and the rest of them can celebrate till Jesus returns. Uh, But the truth of the matter is we know that Fulton County in Georgia has been ground zero for an inordinate amount of fraud over the years. You can go back through and find various uh, facts that will back that up and data point unless they've scrubbed it. They could have actually scrubbed the Internet by now from all of those stories. I've lived in Georgia my entire life. I have talked about the fraud in Fulton County literally since I've been on the air long before President Trump was even a consideration. So this isn't just Trump supporters. This is the bias and the propaganda machine that likes to tell you that it's only a bunch of Trump supporters that think that anything was woo-woo in Fulton County. But a deaf, dumb, mute, and blind person knows that in the county of Fulton, 
and DeKalb and other counties in the state of Georgia, we have historically had issues. Now, you add in the issue of the absentee ballot. Brad Raffensperger is going to protect his ass until the cows come home because he knows good and hell well, along with the governor, that they should have never entered into that agreement with Stacey Abrams, but they did. And the primary reason I'm told they did is because they did not want to give, because they're scared to death of the Democrats, and they did not want to get involved in another lawsuit with Stacey in her, you know, kumbaya uh, brigade of, of, of mob, mob-like activity with, with lawsuits, because that's how they behave. That's how they operate. It's still going on now. So she goes after people um, politically to, through the jugular by intimidation in terms of, well, we're just going to make everyone think, we're going to make everything racist, right? That's intimidation. They don't have to show up at your, your house and intimidate. Not everything is physical intimidation, right? How about political intimidation? And politicians without a spine will fall for that every time. Politicians who are on the take, not alleging that Brad or Brian are, uh, but others are. People who are on the take, people who are vulnerable to uh, needing their position in politics, right? They fall for stuff like, they wanted to make peace with the Democrats. They thought it would be expedient to negotiate with socio-political election terrorists. Yes, I said it. It's called hyperbole. Hyperbolic rhetoric. Yes, and that is exactly how I feel about it. Because anyone who would accuse people of trying to do the right thing, of being a bigot or racist or making it harder for certain demographics to vote, while systematically, systematically undermining the election grid of this country, that to me is a sociopolitical terrorist. And there's no other way to describe it. It just is. You come after our election grid, you are no better than your average uh, terrorist because you have effectively held the entire country hostage with lies. Outright lies about people's character, about uh, what what is important to the American people, what matters about the level of division in this country, and you've profited from every bit of it. And I'm not speaking to any one individual right now. This is a system. This is a systematic approach to this level of profiteering off of elections. Both sides do it, by the way. But in the case of Fulton County and Georgia specifically, in my humble opinion, the Georgia State Legislature should have had the final say and does, by law, have the final say of how elections, absentee ballots, everything to do with our elections by law, is handed down through the Georgia State Legislature. That is my understanding of it. And if I'm wrong, you are welcome to correct me. Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. So entering into an agreement, a peace treaty, a political, socio-political um, uh, election treaty, if you will, but really an abdication treaty is what it was between Abrams's uh, organization, the Democrat Party, Brad Raffensperger, and the Attorney General of Georgia all agreed to it. And if you try to tell me the governor didn't know what was going on, I won't believe you. 
So all of that has led to this. We do know that ballots were trafficked in the state of Georgia. There's evidence of that. There's video evidence of that. There's a little group that did canvassing of uh, of ballots, um, of absentee ballots, and of people in Fulton County came up with thousands. I mean, I must have tweeted about that. I don't know how many times back in the fall to say, hey, where are the Fulton County ballots that a private organization funded to canvas with affidavits, signed affidavits, and that case was never saw the light of day in court. It was delayed and delayed and delayed, and it was that that whole canvassing was uh, executed in plenty of time before a general election. How many of those ballots were counted? That was well within the margin of victory for President Trump. And again, I'm not saying this just for the sake of President Trump's victory. I'm saying it because historically, this has been an issue in the state of Georgia and more specifically, Fulton County. And if you have any, an inch of intellectual integrity, of of ethics whatsoever in your soul, you know what I'm saying is right about Fulton County. It has been a joke of Georgia. It has been a joke of white people in Georgia. Ha ha. I have gotten onto my audience for years for thinking that whatever happens in Fulton just stays in Fulton. It only affects Fulton County. Well, joke's on us, America. Not so much, huh? So that was my what-the-heck moment of the day. Uh, I, I, think I, I think I expected it, and the longer this goes on, you know, your ballots, are they're only required to hold on to them for 22, 24 months. They'll be destroyed, so your physical evidence will be gone. Uh, as I'm, as I am told, much of it has been already in many states. Um, your digital, uh, you know, your digital artifacts, being able to use that um, that technology on behalf of Jovan Hutton Pulitzer and his technology. I don't know that that's ever been utilized in the state of Georgia. Um, I know that we've had several witnesses say, you know, testify um, under, uh, you know, uh, under the. Uh, ability to be uh, prosecuted for perjury, um, have testified before the Senate, before law enforcement officers, before investigators, that they saw irregularities, they saw uh, pristine ballots, they saw ballots that appeared to have been pre-marked. So, and these are people that I've known in politics for years. I've never known them to be liars who have served Georgia for many years and simply saw irregularities that they reported. They have been threatened they have been threatened by with their lives, their livelihoods, their families. It is li- with jail. I mean, it's, been, it's literally insane. So most of you are starting to lose hope because you see that Arizona, Georgia, other states, nothing seems to be coming in the way of, well, we see this. We see ballots. We see ballot traffickers. We see ballots that have been destroyed. We see affidavits, which are, <coughs> excuse me, are legal documents. Um, we, we are legally binding documents in a court of law. We see, um, you know, a multitude of reports on how things were um, heisted, if you will, in 2020. And you guys are like, what difference does it make, Monica? I just want to encourage you that justice always matter matters and truth always prevails. It just will, because I believe that God prevails. And I believe that God is a God of love. He's a God of order. He's a God of justice. He's a God of truth. And he is not going to allow lies to stand. So my encouragement to you tonight as I sign off 
is to stand your ground, hold hold the line. I know I don't like these little hashtag, you know, campaigns either, but I do want to encourage you to hold the line because you are part of a front line. So hold that line. Hang on to your courage. Be encouraged. Listen to people who encourage you. If you're constantly listening to things that get you spun up and make you feel hopeless and helpless, those are not the things for you to spend your time and your energy on. You've got to guard your ear gates and your eye gates, all right? So stay tuned tomorrow. I'll be back, God willing, and the creek don't rise and all that other stuff. And um, we'll have some cool guests on with us next week as well. I'm looking forward to uh, actually discussing our AG Merrick Garland with someone who is a little bit more in the know than I am on all things legal. And uh, that'll be next week. So I love you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. Thank you.